Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of We Like Having Fun. We're the official podcast that recaps Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker, the official recap podcast of Bill Maher's podcast in his basement. I think it's called Club Random. So we're three podcasts deep here, just... We're just reviewing podcasts that spend their time reviewing podcasts, and that's where we are, you know? Three layers deep here. We're deep in the lava, in the thick of things. And right off the bat, I just I have a question for Doug, if he's listening. I have a question for Doug, okay? A very important question, okay? The question is, when are you going to record some more Pound House, you know? We just need to know when. When are you gonna record more? Po- we need some more Pound House, Doug. What's going on with that? You know, is there any news on the Pound House front? Joe, you know anything about the Pound House? What's going on out there? Your audio is off, Joe. It's muted or something. I don't know what you did. <laughs> I see a red. There you go. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I think he's making some. I think he's making some. Have yeah, I about, think so. Have you heard about a crowdfunding uh, situation that's been going on for months? No. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, I think I heard about it through listening to Office Hours. <laughs> yes, yes, you have. You know, I'm just busting some chops here off the bat because, of course, that's what we do here. We listen closely to the Office Hours live podcast, and then we, or show, whatever you want to call it these days, and then we talk about it. And what I found what's funny here is that they spent a lot of this last episode ta- like spending time on another podcast, you know? So they kind of, they kind of stepped into our shoes here where they just sit and, you know, <laughs> just, you know, entertain themselves by watching another podcast. I think it's a little bit diff- of a different scenario, but... Um, yeah, I mean that's that's fun, right? It's fun, right, guys? You know, every, it's fun to just watch another pad guys and kind of laugh about it or talk shit about it or whatever you're gonna do about it. It's it's not such a bad thing. You can almost you can create content that way. It's free content, so that's what we're doing here. And it's just me and Joe here today. Tucci's got a sick baby, and he doesn't listen to the podcast where he hates Office Hours Live. He doesn't like the guys. He hates. Tim and Vic and Doug and Matt, he despises those guys. He told me personally, he called me on the phone. He said, Mike, I hate those guys. I don't want to talk about them. I can't be on the show anymore. And I said, geez, Tucci, that's so harsh. So come on, man. We still love those guys. You know, we're still doing a podcast. So you can't have those feelings. So, but that's what he said. So he's not here this week. Maybe he'll change his mind next week and come on back. We hope so. We hope he has a change of tune, but. We had a couple episodes. We had Bobcat Goldthwait last. We had Michael Ian Black. A couple heavy hitters. Joe, what did you think of... Did you listen to Bob? You listened to Bobcat episode. What did you think of that one last week? Oh, it was a fun one. Uh, I enjoyed that one. That was uh, good to catch up with Bobcat again. We didn't talk about his films again, but, you know. Did you think we, it was... We were... You know, the first time Bobcat was on, I was like... I thought maybe... Oh, they should ask more questions about it. You know, like, I think we got, we kind of like even busted their chops about that. But it seems that the tables have turned. Bobcat <laughs> was like, no, no, I'm here to tell my old stories. And that's what I'm here to do. <laughs> and that's what I'll do. Okay. So oh, are you ready? I got another story. So he went right down storybook lane again and he drove. It wasn't the boys saying like, oh, tell me another old story about you hanging out with cool celebs and like having an interesting story. That's Bobcat's thing right now. I mean, it well, might yeah, just be his thing. He's so used to being on these shows that he likes to just bullshit about anything that would, you know, catch the attention, and, you know, he's all in for it. So, no, nobody has time to ask him a question whatsoever. Really, they don't have to do anything. But I, I felt like maybe the first time there was, like, a chance to ask some stuff and where Tim maybe just... Didn't do his oh, homework. No, no, no. Was, I'm it taking it back. I'm taking it back, Joe. I think the Bobcat, he literally came on the show and was like, you know, I didn't have a chance to tell all, like, <laughs> I got more stories than that. Like, I got some more. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, okay. Like, so I'm going to take back any criticism I had of the boys not pulling enough out of Bobcat. 
I think they played it as well as they could because having him back again, maybe they thought, oh, you know, maybe we'll ask Bobcat about some of his movies. And Bobcat was like, no, 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 no. I got stories for you guys. Remember when you had me on last time? I didn't get to all of my stories. Want to hear another one? Oh, this one time I was on stage, you know, like, and it was like, oh, no, no. Okay. Bobcat's like an older fella. And he's like, you know, I think he's on tour kind of doing this stuff. I think he's in like memoir mode of his life, maybe. He's just like sharing his insane life now. And that's fine. It's beautiful. Listen, I love it. And, but like, I don't know. I mean, I, I think personally, yes, still, I would like, because he's a very talented, interesting writer and director, but it seems like he just likes to share his like, oh my God, this one time I was hanging out with this famous guy and this happened. And it's like, oh, okay. Bobcat, you want to, you know. I think he's selling well, stuff right now too. He's selling stuff, right? Sure. Well, he's he's been selling stuff for years. I've heard him on other p- podcasts for years as well, and also being forthcoming with whatever he's selling at the time, he's pushing that. But also, he'll go back and talk about anything. You know, ask him yeah. about any anyone. Any and Robin Williams will go. We'll talk about Robin Williams for like an hour if you let him. Sure, so, sure. Um, you know, so it. it, it you know, he has an agenda. He's he's selling something. He's pushing something. But, you know, I felt like the first time, we don't have to talk about it anymore. First time, it was like a little bit like there was a chance to ask certain things. They didn't do it. And they maybe didn't even know cert- what to ask at certain points. But this time, there was no room for it anyway. So, because, you know, they almost had to let him go because <laughs> well, they, well, they, they had to move on. Well, Tim was like, well... <laughs> We didn't even, we didn't ask for you to come back. Like you were just on a couple of weeks ago. Like, what are you doing back? And it was almost like he was like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I forgot. I had to like some more stories to tell. Like he wasn't like, yeah, you know, he did say that he had a new special out. Um, and I've been seeing that around. That was weird too. It almost seemed like, cause like the, the bit they did just before that was like a Christian bit. And then he came on and he's like, yeah, my thing's called. And it was like, is this a bit like, no, no, no. My thing's actually called that. And that's what I'm here to promote. But anyway, let's get to these like old funny stories. It was bizarre. It was bizarre. I'll say, um, another, uh, you know, kind of, I don't know. It was, it was nice. I mean, I, I, I love Bobcat. I thought that the guys being so honest about it and just being like, so we didn't even we didn't ask for you to come back. I like, you know, it must have been like a timing thing. Like the first time he was on, he couldn't maybe release the project that he was working on at that time, and now it's lined up, and he wants to tap into that audience, that office hours audience that you know sure. probably gives, you know, the same amount of you know, comedy beats of up store you know the same audience is going to be attracted to him you know so i think somebody reached out yeah i think it made it seem like oh yeah my agent reached out and was like oh yeah and maybe because it's like a call-in show it seems more like like let's make bobcat just a reg just make him a regular let him call in every couple weeks like don't make it a big deal like make him a john c Riley kind of a guy that just calls in and like tell some funny stories and shoots the shit and like have him be a friend of the show but they still kind of, they treated it like, oh my God, Bobcat, Bobcat's on again. Wow. You know, like it just like, maybe, maybe their agent was trying to push for like a, Hey, we were just on that show a couple weeks. So let's go on. It's like a call-in show. We could call in a promoter thing. That worked out pretty good last time. So, um, sure. Yeah. That's so let, let's what make, happened. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like there was a missed, I don't know. There was a little strange communication there, but it worked out nicely. I was talking about strange communication. Um, Michael Ian Black this week, okay? Now, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know what's going on. Um, But I like it. I love Michael Ian Black. So I I like his just absolute, you know, they really pointed out too, which was funny and strange. And maybe (laughs) at some point just like, you know, you don't have to, call this guy unemployed you know <laughs> like but i know that it's a bit you know it's a bit yeah. but it's kind of <laughs> he's pretty self-hating and he's really always yeah, been good at that that's uh, like his so twitter feed live yeah you know, it's like but he's, wants he me. is active he's doing he, i think he's a podcast where he reads books on on his podcast uh so mm-hmm. 
I wouldn't like have, I wouldn't have learned any of that from listening to the show. I didn't I didn't learn anything about what he's actually doing. No, but I think he that character of I'm, you know, unemployed and I'm, you know, kind of mm-hmm. pathetic is you know, really funny and then Tim really tapped into it and was just like going for like playing Hard, his role yeah. of being like a dickhead which he's great at being because maybe he really is one <laughs> it's possible that he really is one but also it's it's convenient that he is good at it you know in a funny way so, yeah I mean, but there, there were some moments where like i thought like not even dickhead or anything just tim was like seriously asking like but you know but like you're like you know is it because of your political stance like what like are you really not getting work like it got to that point it wasn't just like Ha ha ha! Michael Ian Black's unemployed. This is a bit. It got to a point where it was like, "Well, you're in Rome. You're clearly like not in a movie." Tim's like, "I was in Italy, but I was in a movie when I was there." Uh, you know, there was like a, there was I think there was an actual, like, so what are you doing? Like, it wasn't full on. Right, ah, we're a... just kidding, Michael Ian Black. You're a famous guy. He's like, remember Stella? Like twenty years ago, that was my favorite thing you did. Like, haven't done much since then. Like, you're, you know, like well, he's been in small movie <laughs> roles and things, but like, yeah, oh, he's no active, standout I mean, thing. You know, that sure, you know, sure, he's been but as like, big as that. No, but there's no reason to like. I don't know. I felt like there wasn't a reason to like call attention to that. Like Michael Ian st- Black, still like a, a funny founder of some of the funniest things and he does appear in enough things i think he's at this point actually earned like a break and if he was taking one which he was not may, maybe honestly saying he was but then also clearly clearly he's in rome oh, with his family like hanging yeah, out I'm, like it's not that he's unemployed it's just he's like fucking chilling out like resting on his he had that funny way of saying how you know he he makes a tape and he doesn't hear anything like you know he's doing that sort of stuff and not, it doesn't hear anything like all that you can imagine really happening to him because he's don't not so. right for things I, I, I don't know it was it was writing this line of like are we you know and tim like made a point at the end of the episode to say if you didn't know that that was a bit you're a fucking idiot and i'm like listen i know that some of it was a bit like yes clearly some of that was a bit but some of it was not a bit like some of it like you like like you're saying is Michael Ian Black going out for roles and like not getting them potentially <laughs> or I mean maybe not maybe we're dead wrong maybe he's just like guys I'm chilling in Rome I've made tons of money over the years I don't right. need to be trying out for dumb little movies like I'm not doing it and I don't care but I don't know I think there was like there was like a bit of honesty within that humor that made it like very real and fun and I I liked I mean I I mean, Michael Ian Black's beautiful. His sarcasm is amazing. He's right on point. If he wasn't doing well, he wouldn't just up and be in the middle of some, you know, vacation in Europe. He's he's doing just fine. And uh, yes, I mean, money-wise and life-wise, he's doing just fine. But I think there is a point to these guys. Okay, let's say the Tims of the world, the Michael Ian Blacks, the guys that are like middle range here. Where it's like. But are you making new creative things that people care about, or are you? doing a podcast where the same like 30 people go on zoom and ask the same boring questions all the time. Like, where are you in your careers? You know? Yeah. Well, I'd say (laughs) Tim and Michael Ian Black are similarly on similar tracks of celebrity. There was the gag gag about um, like Michael Ian Black opening for Tim, you know? (laughs) And it's like, Tim Tim doesn't have, um, he doesn't have time because he does the whole show himself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. I find that I find that all quite interesting. And I, I want to remind our viewers right now, I want to take a break, just like a little commercial break kind of and say that tickets for the two Tim's tour are available right now at timheidecker.com slash live. If you want to go see him this summer, he's playing at all the all the places he didn't play last summer. So all the cities he didn't play and some of the same ones again he's playing. So if you want to go see Tim Heidecker live, you can go to timheidecker.com slash live. I think slash live. Don't get that mixed up with Office Hours Live. It's a different thing. There's Office Hours Live. There's Tim Heidecker Live. The two Tim's tour. It's coming back next year. Another whole year of, of Tim Live. So make sure you go get your tickets now. I think there, some cities are, uh, you know, 
There's, there's limited tickets left. And there's the VIP tickets too. If you want to like have a few moments with Tim before the show, you can go sit in a VIP room, which I hear is incredible. I can't, you know, do not miss situation there. And back to the show. Um, so yeah, Michael Ian Black episode was nice, uh, or just his appearance was nice. I thought, you know, when they um, said he was going to be on, I was like, oh, maybe he'll be in the studio. But no, he was in Roma, um, which I thought was nice. I mean, listen, I have to relate my own life to that. I like hearing that like a cool guy like Mike, Michael Ian Black and his family just decided to up and like kind of, I don't want to say that, I don't think he moved there, but he's like has an extended stay in Italy which I'm kind of doing myself right now in my life. And yeah, why not guys? If you can, if you can squeeze in the moment in your life to go like to another country and do something nice, it's very nice. Nobody needs to question what you're doing with your, whether you're employed or unemployed or what you're doing with your life. Just, Hey man, if you can make it happen in your life and go over to to Europe and see a different place, it's pretty good. Pretty good. It's not a bad thing. Tell you that much. So good for Michael Ian Black. He is so funny, right? Just so naturally funny. Not a moment. Like, you cannot catch him. And Tim tried. You know what I mean? Tim's like trying to push the buttons here and there. And, you know, his sarcasm level and just his hit backs for everything was like, you are not, I am not going to crack. I'm not going to laugh. I'm not going to, like, it's not ever going to be, ha ha ha, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, I'm a comedian. No, it's straight I'm playing this guy, which is me the whole time, you know, very good at that. Maybe more so, I think when David Wayne was on, he was, he's kind of there too. David Wayne is like on that level, but I think David Wayne could actually have an honest conversation here and there. Yeah. Michael Ian Black, it seems impossible. You ask him anything or go anywhere with him. He's just driving you to like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm completely in joke, you know, joke you know fantasy world the whole time with my responses to everything i'm not really going to give you much and if i am going to tell you that yeah i did direct a movie once and wrote one yeah yeah i'm gonna i'll I'll tell you about something that's real but do it in such a way uh you know why did that it's like who had the decision to put that american pie font on that (laughs) it's horrible you know Jason Biggs, he's never made a bad movie. That was one of the best, Tim. <laughs> that, that was very, very sly. I like that from Tim very much. Oh, Jason Biggs, he's never made a he's never made a bad movie. <laughs> it's good. It's quite good. Um what else happened in this episode? Oh yeah, we talked a lot about we talked a lot about Bill Maher. We went heavy Bill Maher Dreyfus. Um, and, uh, you know, I was, I mean, that horrified me to watch that. I mean, I'm not watching that, obviously, in my own time. So seeing that and playing those clips about, like, Bill Maher asking Richard Dreyfus like, what he thinks about when he masturbates is just, <laughs> it's painful. <laughs> like, it's painful. And then where it went immediately... <laughs> And the breaking down of that is like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts about that? It's like so bizarre and insane, right? Yeah, it's pretty bizarre. And I don't know what to say about any of that. It, <laughs> There's nothing it really to be is. said. It's just, what? It's, it's weird. The whole sliding in his chair bit, like, <laughs> um. Yeah. Does he know what's going? Does anybody know what's going on? Does he know he's on camera? Like what? Like, I mean, and Tim had it right. He's like he was drugged, and like I missed the part. Did I don't know if he did? Did he smoke weed? Like I know they smoke weed down there, or smoke clove cigarettes or something. But <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm what not was watching. He doing? I know. I, I don't. I don't know the whole bit, but they really were, you know, hysterical about the whole appearance and like you can see why and why they had yeah. to just stop the whole show and talk about this sure i wish we had that. i wish we had that from office hours you know what i mean <laughs> i wish we had a moment that was like jesus christ did you can you believe what happened on office hours but instead we're doing that via them watching another podcast <laughs> Yeah, they had a musician come on, and he was very nice and safe, and and was really had played a pretty song, and 
everything was, you know, very normal. No, I was thinking, Joe, we should have a musical guest on this show that does nothing for an hour and then plays a song. And then we talk to him for 45 seconds, like 45 minutes later. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just have like a really nice guy sitting behind me back here that plays a song and then we don't really speak to him for a really long time and then we talk to him for a couple minutes and then maybe, maybe play another song. That would add something to this show, you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I think <laughs> I heard you playing a, a song right before we went on. I was, so. I was. I was going Vic. I had the guitar... You were noodling. I was, I was noodling. God forbid. <laughs> Do not noodle. You can have the guys play drops and have their hands over like a million other things, but a guitar in the hand is too far. That's <laughs> too much. You can have a keyboard, a synth over here and play that, but don't put the guitar down. I think maybe he's gel. I think he's like, I wish I had a guitar. Like, Vic, you can't have a guitar in your hand. Like, that's just too fun, you know? Yes, it's there's, drops there's a jealousy keyboards. factor of Maybe like, I want a guitar if anyone's <laughs> having a guitar. Yeah, you can't just be noodling back. You, Vic, you can't noodle on a keyboard and a guitar. That's bullshit. Total bullshit. Um, yeah, the musician was nice. I, I, I think I'll look him up. I didn't, I didn't have time to do it yet, but beautiful song. Brazilian music, I mean, really nice. Uh, you know. Yes, I agree. He, his name was Tim, which was strange. Uh, Tim something. Um and he did a nice uh did a nice song and um he collaborates with people he's he mentioned yeah he did a song with the benjamin bernhardt and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh you know he's on tour yeah um city of the day was brought to you by a it's like the cheaper triple a just regular a just a yeah, the was... fat guy who shows up drunk and like maybe gets your car fixed. Um, it's good, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought so. <laughs> I thought it was good. I liked the um, I like that these cat past couple weeks, <laughs> Doug just writes right into the copy. <laughs> now, 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 shut, now, now, shut up and listen while I play this jingle for ten seconds. Like they couldn't, they couldn't just get there. <laughs> He had to. He has to write it in <laughs> to like remind everybody that there's a jingle coming. Um, that's funny to me. It's all very funny to me. Um, yeah, there was a, a there was a, a week ago or so. There was a time where like there was a teleprompter issue. A teleprompter issue with with Tim and Tim refused to read the commercial. And it was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Did we not talk cover that last time? I think we. I can't remember. I don't know if we covered I think that. We well, did. Like, I think that was the last episode we did. But either way, yes. The, City of the I Day think got he, burned. He took yeah. some shit from the the audience. Uh, you know, you don't. I think there was three. I think dick, there was like you know? three commenters on YouTube that said, "Oh, Tim, you gotta read the thing." He read. I mean, come on, guys, give us a break here. Um, I agree with Tim on that one. Quite honestly, I think he did. You know, the teleprompter was broken. It like went on and on, whatever. And in his Saturday thing, he. They like posted an AI read of the uh, of that of that bit of that city of the day bit. I wonder, do people care? I don't know. Well, it, it's just the simple fact that somebody worked on it for the whole week, and it's about to happen. And then Tim gets flustered and he says, "Screw it all!" And then we'll talk about some other bullshit that doesn't matter at all after that. You know. So I don't know. I I was a little bit. On the, oh, yeah, you're on that side. Okay. I'm on that side where I'm just like, no, you know, read it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I I'm, feel I'm that. For, I'm, I'm for creative people. I stand with the creative people. I don't yeah, like this you know, attitude about. I mean, I think that would. I honestly think that goes I think on. that this is the, create, the creativity aspect of the things that you're talking about. Like, I think at this point, I mean, the jingle was like a nice addition. I think creativity wise, we may be burned this city today sponsor into the ground like we may be just like creatively maybe it's time for something new I, you know what i mean maybe it's just time vic said there's it like other, other ways to ago. do it 
other ways to other do ways it, to do it just, just like bagging it when no, it's but just, like just having like a fake sponsor every week i mean it's very at this point saturday night live fake commercials just like do like just do something else that's cool or funny or interesting that took the time that a city that they sponsor would like he could, i mean I think, I think the slideshow stuff got there where it was like Doug has a different thing to offer that doesn't have to be the same. That's not like, wasn't always a slideshow. Sometimes it was a game. And that's kind of, I think maybe what I think about it where the city of the day maybe feels like a, a task at this point, probably for Doug where it's like, fuck. It's I a task for Tim to read it too. Yeah. It's a task for everyone. And so it's like not rewarding for anyone. Cause I mean, maybe I'm sure there'll be bangers here and there. Absolutely. There'll be things that make me laugh. Absolutely. And I know it's like part of the, the, the threads of the, of the thing that, that keep office hours, what it is, the city of the day that's been going so long, but I don't know. Does anybody care anymore? We have the well, same. They, they could end it. They could end it anytime they want. They ju- they chose to keep it in place so long that now we would actually feel uncomfortable if it went away. I mean, maybe, Maybe many would, maybe not. Maybe I'd I don't know. About I don't that, know. But they could try it out and just okay, say, just, no, it's a day. Fuck it. We're not doing it. And see what happens. See if people are actually give a shit. Maybe it's not it's, city it's of the, the day. Only- maybe it's not like get rid of city of the day. I don't know. I guess, I guess it's just like figure out a new way to approach it. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't have a sponsor. You just what if you did like okay, like just like okay, if I'm on the if I'm the creative team over there on Office Hours Live and I'm like caring about what's going on and I'm listening to any input out there, I'm like, man, we've been doing sponsors this whole time. Like, what if like, what if we did like a fake city, right? So like, city of the day is brought to you by, not brought to you by, but the city of the day this week is blah blah blah, you know, Nebraska, and there's like. I don't know, some funny, like Doug could write a funny fake city. Like, I don't know, you could just like go somewhere else with it or something. You know what I mean? Just like something, something new for a little while. Like the sponsor, the sponsor fake commercial bit. He has done that. He's taken it all different places. He has. I mean, he added the jingles. He added the jingles. Listen, I'm not, listen, Doug, I love Doug. We love Doug. Doug is my hero doug's a genius a comedic genius i'm not joking doug is a funny funny man given a task he will nail it one thing i want to know though is how does he do those those videos with the picture i'm just kidding i'm just busting balls i'm just busting balls with the callers that called in and asked these these questions that we've heard you know many times like i really like those rap videos um I don't know how you screen so screen the callers guys screen the callers get some questions get a topic okay are you gonna have people calling in asking about pound house we had like four questions in a row for Doug that were like questions from a year ago like I like months ago I, I don't know what, what's happening out there can we get another zoomer I, I think the people that are actually watching are like these kind of people you know, no, that are Joe, it's the same 25, randos. it's the same 25 to 50 people that go on the Zoom and watch the show. Okay. It could it's, be why it's diminished the the amount of people they have on. Is you just can't go to the same people over and over. Well, yeah, if it's much. just a random, like, come on the show and call in about anything you want, like the way the best show works and some of these other shows work is they get people riled up by talking about something. We've said this before, and it gets people a reason to go on. Even if it's this week, we're talking about, you know. Yeah, they don't want to do that unless it's, what what did Tim watch on the airplane? Like, that's great. Okay, that's great. No, it's not. That is interesting. That's something. Is it? It's something. I don't know, Joe. It's something for fuck's sake. I know, but it's it's very little at this point okay like, okay it's not even trying yeah, i'm not saying i'm not saying that's what you do but yeah you know what i mean though when you just leave it free and open you get some dice out there but the best show has topics they say okay let's do this let's get tr- controversial they used to say controversy creates conversation haven't heard that in a while because we don't have that we don't have conversations or controversy no it's it's just safe zone 
Have a get, have your two guests, have a musical musical act, and then we'll take cheap shots at Bill Maher's lame podcast or whatever you know weird guy that they find on the internet to like make fun of like somebody making a YouTube video that's just weird. That's yeah. the content of the show is like we'll talk about other people's dumb stuff. Yeah, it's that's I mean yeah that's kind of what it's become and uh, yeah. And listen, I think everybody involved with the show, there doesn't appear to be a lot of like, you know, kicking the butt. Like, let's, you know, and maybe they, maybe they hit a number here. I mean, office hours plus, you know, <laughs> I don't know, man. They office the, hours the plus. Did they have office a meeting about minus. that? Office hours plus. They like had a meeting and talked about that and like made a graphic for that. I don't know. It's super lame. Good riddance <laughs> is what I say. Maybe it's for the best, Joe. Maybe it's for the best. <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, would it? Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Um, no, Office Hours Plus wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Um, there's worse things for sure. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's uh, that's that's where we at. That's where we're at, you know. We like these guys, and um, regardless of what anybody has to say, Doug, you know, trying to bury us there. <laughs> if I didn't like, if I didn't like it, why would I have bought tickets to go see the Two Tims concert oh! coming to Buffalo, New York? Why Joe, would I have done that? Joe, you don't have to buy tickets. All you have to do is email officehourslive at gmail dot com. They're giving them away. Yeah, well, you know what? I'll pay the forty eight dollars or whatever. You get it the is VIP. Did you go VIP? No, I don't need to talk to Tim. <laughs> okay, well, yes. Fuck well, that. Joe bought tickets, but I'm I a loyal that... supporter, and I can loyal support supporter. it. You going with like, Naya? Yeah, me and Naya are gonna go. Okay, it, it's at Rapids Theater, which is in like Niagara Falls. It's not even it's Buffalo. It's not at it's not at Town Ballroom. No, Rapids really? Theater, Rapids Niagara Falls Theater. Niagara. I've never even heard of that. Is it the bowling alley. It's some, you know, theater in, in Niagara Falls. It's kind of in the huh. Niagara Falls kind of like part of town that you wouldn't want to go to necessarily, but. Um, you got to do your research, guys. Rapids Theater. I thought that was a dicey choice, but. Who you know. else has played at Rapids Theater? Who else is on that bill? Have you seen anybody there? Does Les Claypool play there? I don't think so. I can't remember the last time there was a show there that I would want to go to. It's been. Not a indie decade. rock shows. I mean, I imagine it's he's... been a decade that I've heard about like a a band that I would have considered going to see there. I a could long, have sworn it was Tom Ballroom, time. Joe. It's not. You sure it's not Tom Ballroom? Rapids Theater. Go have a look. I bought tickets to it. I had to choose a fucking weird seat in the balcony. Oh, you choose your like, seats there. Yeah, it's like oh, a okay. it's like a theater that has assigned seats. Understood. Like, yeah, it's probably a fine place to see the show. Joe, you're gonna have a great time. Tim's oh, I know. show is I'll very fun. It's very funny. I haven't seen any of the, you know, the stand up. I haven't like cheated and looked at any of it. So no, I, no, I'm no. Looking, and I, I have bought his record, so I, I, I'm a true fan. So I can also point out things that I don't like about office hours from week to week, but I also am still yeah, a deep fan. down. Come on, can we can we all yeah. just give each other a break here? We're fans. We're big fans. Do we have to like, like, is the purpose of our podcast to just suck dick the whole time? Give me a break. tires, making them feel good. No, that's not what we're here. That's not what we're here for. And you know, maybe deep down they're like, shit, the recap podcast is busting our chops a little bit. Maybe it's not good for business. You know, maybe people are listening to this. They're like, oh, fuck. Why? Like, and you know what? What do you want me to do? Because you know what? Make it better. We're in season six of Game of Thrones here. Okay, I listen to a lot of recap podcasts of other shows. When the show's not, you know, doing their, not at their top moment, which nobody, nobody, Matt, Tim, Doug, or Vic is going to look me in the eyes right now and say office hours is flying as high as it's ever flown. They're not going to do it. I'm sorry. You're just not going to do it. You're not going to be able to look me honestly and say that Office Hours at its best. I'll tell you when Office Hours is the best. You can listen back to the hundred episodes that we recorded when we were very excited because we were laughing our butts off with the creativity and hilarious things that were going on. 
right now we're in a very, eh, it's fine. It's cool. It's good. It's fine. I'm going to listen to it. It's going to make me laugh here or there, but I'm also, you know, not going to pull punches here and I'm not going to cancel the podcast. Are you guys nuts? You think we're going to like stop doing the podcast? You're stupid guys. We're doing it. It exists. It's public. You can't stop us. We're going to say what we say forever. (laughs) As long as you keep going, we keep going. So keep going. (laughs) On that note, um, let's see. What else? uh, Okay, what is this? Oh, yeah. This says, oh, Tucci just texted. He's got a sick baby. I had said we were going to throw him under the bus um, during this episode. And, you know, I'll take a moment to throw Tucci under the bus. Tucci's like, you know, he was number one positive guy. Like, he's keeping us in check. Now he's just too busy. He's like, guys, I don't have time. I haven't listened to shit. I'm like way behind. I haven't taken notes. Guy used to take notes. Guy used to do all sorts of shit. And Doug did call us out. He said, I think we burned, we, we flew too close to the sun during the office. Um, I don't think I did or you did, but maybe Tucci did. <laughs> maybe Tucci, you know, put in some graphic design work and, uh, you know, was just, you know, maybe put, you know, put, put a little more effort into it than, um, you know, got the clips and, you know, did a bunch of stuff and maybe wanted a little more of a pat on the ass about it or something. Um, maybe he just has a baby and has other things better going on in his life. Maybe that's the truth. You know, I think that's probably it because um, he used to be our sponsor and now he's on the show. So we don't like we don't have any more sponsors. So <laughs> this is just a free this is gratis. This is a libero situation we're doing here. So, yeah, I don't know what yeah. else. Uh, what else is going on to finish this up? Um there were some other things. There was a so court called. Um, there was a couple other terrible calls towards the end of the episode. The guy, the guy that called that did the basketball fantasy basketball. Court is he, his name. He called in court. Yeah, court. And you know he shit the bed out there. You know, <laughs> he wanted to do a ten I, seconds I, of silence, and then Vic was like, "Oh no, I, my activity of the day was kind of like that," and it was like, "Oh my god." court you came in so strong last time with fantasy basketball there was a home run you're going 10 seconds of silence as your follow-up to that holy shit court fuck it's terrible it's just nothing infringing on vic's bad i know we've done this we've done these like like how are we redoing silences on the air like how is that our like repeat stuff mama mia Yeah. On that uh, note, let's let's take there's there's not much more to say in this episode, really. <laughs> I, unless yeah. you want to like talk about dry fish and Okay, and let's talk a little really bit about the... dry fish, okay? That masturbation talk. I mean, who <laughs> I was I'm not thinking about my like and he and he was like, but it was ancestral thoughts. <laughs> and and Bill Maher's so like, what well, is that? Like, so what? What incestual thoughts? Like, it's like, oh my god! Like, I can't. What is being said right now? Like, and how like, did how they is get that? There? How did that how get that... Said, like even like it was it something Bill Maher knew to ask this guy? And I then, don't know like, because he was like totally bagging his creeped book. out. Like, he was creeped out. Um. Yeah, his book, which looked kind of like a disaster. Um this short <laughs> little book. Um, I was thing... picked out by, by Dreyfus like 20 years ago when he was making Poseidon Adventure. Like he hasn't been relevant as an actor in a while. And I feel like it's the a weird guy. The poor guy. You know, I, I, I think, I think that there was the, um, the question, there was the moment when like Bill Maher was like, yo, come on, man, you were like the biggest. And he's like, I didn't know who I was. Like, and they were talking about if somebody like asked, talked to him on a plane and said, I didn't, you know, it was the first, like, it was the first time I knew who I was. I think he is maybe just that weird of a guy. And Bill Maher was like calling him out and be like, bro, come on, you were in fucking Jaws. You know who you are. You're like the biggest star in the world. I think that maybe Dryfish 
was is has been like uncomfortable about his stardom. He's like a little weird freaky guy. You know, he was in What About Bob? Like, I mean, he's not like your Hollywood star. You know what I mean? He was for like a brief moment. Other than that, it's been like a strange bunch of roles in for his career. He was a star in the late seventies, you know, eighties a little bit. But you're like in close encounters, you're like the freaky little weird guy, you know, like you're not you're not Tom Cruise, you're not like the American he was American graffiti guy. He was he was Close Encounters. He 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 was Jaws. I mean, he, those are humongous movies of the those times, you know. So uh, I know, but they're not like he's not like the strong hero. He's like the little fucker. You know what I mean? He's like the little shit guy. So I I can understand where maybe he has some self con self confidence and self conscious issues, and you know him like rolling down in the chair and like you know just. I don't know. It's it's just strange. Yeah, I could. Yeah, maybe his uh, his ego and his whole just he's, persona. He's a real a real life Ian Black. Uh, <laughs> really, just kind of down and out and not getting the callbacks. No, I but mean, he, I I do think probably, that that podcast, that show, is worth a deep dive. I really do think. I don't. I didn't know that Office Hours was going to be the show for that, but I think you know. It's funny, like it. It is I, like that was. It, they keep the, going back to it. it. Like they've, you know, they've addressed like uh, Alec Baldwin's podcast, and they've addressed like some other weird, you know, different ones over the over the time over these apps. But they keep going back to the well on this one. Like there's, I guess there's gold there to, you know. Yeah, it's like an unbelievable for. thing going on there, and one that like the rest of the media doesn't really talk about or care about, like you'd feel like those clips of Richard Dreyfus talking about masturbating to incest or just even that stuff would just be some awful thing rolling around the internet. And maybe it is, maybe I'm just not like tuning in, but it seems like these, like, I don't know. I'm, I honestly didn't, I don't follow. Is, is the show like, AI? Is it an AI show? <laughs> Do they really have that question on there? You like, can't even, you know, you can't even decipher anymore. You know, you know, it's just like too good to be true. This, uh, this weird stuff going on there. But um, well, next week we'll find out who's on next, and uh, you know, we'll get the update on what what's the next weird moment. Um, well, they said that was like moment. backlogged. I think that was a couple weeks old. They said, "Oh, we got Doctor Phil." Like they said, he said, you know, they basically said we got content for date, you know, for weeks. <laughs> with this Bill Maher show. Like, there's plenty of content still churning out. So, I don't know. Let's see. Maybe they uh, turn that into a real uh, real part of the show, just checking in with Bill Maher. I guess it kind of is. Um, we could switch to that show and just cover that show also. No, like no I want to I want to cover them covering that show. I want to go three layers. I want to be tr three layers deep. We like having fun. The official Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker recap podcast of the recap podcast of Bill Maher's Club Random. That's what we got to go full in. Um, but yeah, we got a couple episodes before episode 100. We're going to have a huge celebration of Office Hours. All our favorite moments. Hopefully some special guests. And uh, really going to just recap almost three years of we like having fun can you believe it if we were doing this on a weekly basis it would only have been two years because there's 52 weeks in a year but it's been like three years which tells us we're about a you know we're on like a every two week two and a half week three week kind of uh run here but um before we sign off any uh I watched a little bit of Inland Empire last night. It's on Criterion Channel. I, mean, I had not watched it since I saw it at the theater, I think, with you at the Amherst Theater in Buffalo. And um, there you go. Uh, Joe's wearing a Lost Highway shirt. Yeah. You ever watch Inland Empire again? Yeah, I, I have it on uh, Blu-ray, and I, I've watched it dozens of times. Dozens of times. Well... Maybe not a full dozens, but I've watched it plenty. So okay, I'll say that. 
It's crazy. It's crazy. I I forgot that like rabbits was like a part of like right in the beginning. It took me to a crazy place because when I was in college, I did like a, I was in like an avant-garde cinema class and we had to like present, we had to like review and present some sort of avant-garde project. And at the time, David Lynch's rabbits, like the short, it was like a web series, short series. And I can't, I don't, I don't know if Inland Empire was even out yet. I think it was. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. He kind of, you know, was working on a bunch of things right around putting that movie together. There's actually on the Criterion station uh, a interview between Laura Dern and uh, Kyle MacLachlan, and they she talks about Laura Dern talks about a lot of the Inland Empire like backstories. Mm-hmm things in there i don't know if you check that out but that's worth a watch because you you hear stuff you've never heard before you know Mm -hmm. about that project and uh i found that to be really fascinating and interesting and so that leads to your thought about rabbits being separate it was separate we i remember watching it separately we had like a little burned copy of it it bootlegged separate separate thing that we watched you know back in the day when we were burning things and it was on his website i think he yeah had it on his website as no like i a, wrote i wrote like a paper and did a presentation and i'm watching it last night and i'm like did i did i forget to mention that this was a part of inland empire like did, well, like, did i fuck up my presentation <laughs> like well inland empire features like a moment in the movie where it's in there but the actual series that of short things was longer there was like an episode oh yeah 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 no no this is just in the beginning the girl's like watching tv and she's watching an episode of rabbits but it goes on for like a pretty long time i mean the rabbits thing was like multiple episodes long i want to say six episodes long or something and they're yeah. each like maybe five minutes it's like maybe 30 minutes total There's but i did really i remember things i did that... yeah i did like a breakdown i got in front of a class of like 50 people and like talked about why I remember like the train sound, like the sound, like the, the score and the sound effects and the, um, the usage of this and the pauses and the, you know, the way he builds tension with sounds. And I mean, I sure. loved, I thought rabbits was amazing. Like on its own as a thing, it was just like, this is the weirdest thing ever. So There's... it was very awkward. Cause I think when I saw, I don't know, it was like when I saw Inland Empire in the theater, was rabbits part of it? Like, then I don't remember. Did he like add that later? Like what the, f- no, it was always part of it. It, always part it of was, it. A, okay. it was a surprise. It was there, but it was almost like right around the same time. Like inland yeah. Empire came out within that same year. Sure. Sure. And, and it was right uh, in the beginning of the thing. And I think they just move on. Like it's just becomes, you know, it's, it's a moment when Laura Dern is, and Grace Zubrisky are like in the beginning, uh, you're still, trying to decipher where this thing's going and then mm-hmm. we cut away to a different room and it's the rabbit room you know and no, I it happens they... first there's that woman like crying watching rabbits and then it cuts to the house where like laura dern and grace zabriskie like she comes into the house and talks before that there's this whole like it comes back though too okay maybe it, it does come back. maybe i fell asleep but yeah it's like what the fuck but anyway inland empire quite a treat um that's, uh, you know, besides that, I'll say, oh, oh I got to talk about this. Since the last time we went, I do have to talk about this. Ari Aster. Tim, get Ari, a- Matt, get Ari Aster on the fucking show. He's best buds with Tim. They're going out to lunch. Get him on a Zoom call. Let's talk Bo is Afraid. Let's talk Ari Aster. Holy shit. He wrote the thing on the Saturday thing. Like, like that's the last time we had done an episode. He had just seen Bo is Afraid. I've seen Bo is Afraid. Did you see Bo is Afraid? Maybe we already talked about it. No, I haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen any new releases okay. like that yet. Okay. Well, Bo is Afraid. But I'm, a, I'm a huge, humongous fan of Ari Aster. Sure. I know I'll, you would I'll be. I'll be getting there. Yeah. Anyways, Bo is Afraid. Amazing. Okay. And... The fact that Tim went and talked to him about it, and I just, I have to be quite honest, it is heavily influenced by, like, 
Tim and Eric's bedtime stories and just like it's it's like a it's a three hour episode of Tim and Eric's bedtime stories if it just never stopped. You know, it'd be just be like if one of those episodes that they did just keeps going. It's just like a nightmare anxiety driven thing that I could not I I wish I could separate the things, but I couldn't. I was like, oh, the only other thing that I've seen that's kinda like this feeling thing is like bedtime stories or awesome show certain segments. Like it just is that vibe. And um so I think that's beautiful. I, and, and then Tim met with him and said, like, he admitted, like, oh, yeah, I was heavily influenced by you. And, you know, watching your watching awesome show and some of your stuff when I was a younger guy, like, it made me want to make films and stuff. It's like, oh, my God, get him on the show. That's some money right there. Um, so Bo is afraid. <sighs> yeah, Tim is right. It is amazing. Uh, such if you and if you're like too challenged or something by it like you're a fucking idiot like just it's I don't know I don't think anybody that I, I, I can't listen to anybody that would say it's not a good film or like they don't get it or it's too long like just you you're an idiot you're just an idiot if you don't in my opinion if you can't see the the beauty and uh that sounds like a great advertisement for me because I I was hoping it would be as good <clears throat> as anything he's made previously oh it's i mean it just it goes so it's just it just opens up the door it's nothing like his other stuff but kind of is you know you can see you can feel things from the other things a little bit a little bit the tone is insane he basically just was like i'm still making horror quote unquote but i'm like what is scary you know and you know things that are scary to somebody in a day-to-day moment somebody that has like anxiety and like has little baby fears about like oh what if i you know what if this little thing happened to me in the day or like just it, it's just it's better than regular horror I, I don't know it's just like better than normal horror you know i don't know not want to say normal horror but just like a cult or a you know or a witch or like whatever it's just like no, no like real fear like real human anxiety and fear amazing um so yeah get Ari Aster on the show guys like he's a fan they're buddies they went and had lunch in New York or New Jersey or whatever like get him on the show that would be amazing um that's a score and it sounds like he would probably be down so uh, this is my call watch, watch uh speak no evil on that front I didn't, Did you I didn't end up I didn't. watching that one I didn't okay. I will I will for you because uh that's on par probably with Ari Aster a bit and it you know, I, I I didn't see the new one, like I said, but I would think that it's right there. And that yeah, awesome. yeah. Or, I saw I saw Bo is Afraid and I saw Guardians of the Galaxy Part 3, okay? <laughs> and uh, I loved Guardians of the Galaxy Part 3 as well. Another, like, three-hour movie that I wouldn't have... I mean, I was expecting, like, Bo is Afraid, but Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, uh, that guy you know... Trauma. He was trauma. Fucking James was. Gunn. I mean, I know, I know. Tromeo and Juliet. He wrote the fucking thing, and I really like his story now because he was canceled and fired by Disney for Guardians Volume Three, like in the middle of it, because they found some old tweets where he talked about like masturbating in front of little boys, like just like completely ludicrous. You know, I don't want to say sarcastic, but just like shock value tweets back in the day, like that were just, they're so stupid. Like if you read them, you'd be like, oh my God. Like, yeah, I, I heard about all that. And I, I actually followed him on Twitter and I, <clears throat> so yeah. So Disney fired him. DC hired him. Now he's the head of DC studios, like the head. <laughs> and, but he had this little Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy movie that he was like finishing up. And it's like his last thing at Marvel. And it's with those characters that brought him so much fame. I mean, he went from that movie Super with Rain Wilson to Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, that was his move. I don't know if you remember. Did you ever see Super? Yeah. Fucked up movie. Totally fucked it's a, up. It's a great movie. I love it. It's that great. Movie. It's fucking dark as fuck. Like, the fact that he got, like, Marvel. Well, I was a, I was a, a triumph. Like, uh, I, I was, I had, you know on top of that movie when it came out i was really yeah and slither is amazing too so Slithers, I've seen it's almost in, like in the past year recently. the marvel and disney yeah. guys like didn't watch those movies when they hired him like they didn't they, i guess they didn't see those 
So they were like I don't shocked know how when they he saw his tweets if they didn't see those because those are what makes made him edgy in the first place to, as a choice. So it's it's really nice, I think, to see that his trajectory from that world to this world and like everything he's been through. Um, I don't know. He just made like a a nice movie. I was crying all the time. It was funny. It's sad. It's like just very confident and you know still just so much better than any of those other just quote you know just those marvel movies that i could give a fuck about um i was not even expecting because i didn't really care about guardians of the galaxy part two i liked part one that was 10 years ago or something maybe now uh, or i don't know maybe eight years ago but part three is very good I, I liked it so i'm happy for james gunn hopefully he's uh gonna make some nice new stuff over at dc he's doing like superman and you know he's literally the head of the whole thing over there so uh good for him um the guy from fucking tromeo and juliet is running a major studio yeah. uh besides that no i haven't really since we last talked really i've been very busy i'm gonna send you my horror film if you'd be willing to watch it and then take kind of a cold uh kind of questionnaire from me i'm doing like kind of some test screenings uh with some close people just to see what i just have some like kind of broad questions about okay what did you think was going on here was this clear like i just i just want to make sure that people with the right mindset understand what's going on and see what they get out of it so i'm going to send that to you soon it's 23 minutes long and um yeah, well, let's see what happens on office hours this week. I don't know. Did they announce anything? It's Tuesday. I don't think I've heard anything yet. Um, I think the guys are back in LA as far as I know. I haven't heard that the show's not happening or it is happening, but we will see. And um, I'm back in Sicily and my schedule has, is pretty insane, but I, I, I still, uh, now that I'm here, it's actually a little bit easier because... Right now it's very late at night, so I can like do this podcast at night. I don't have my like normal job. And the Florida Panthers are up three nothing, which makes me very happy. They were the eighth seed. The Buffalo Sabres were one point away from being in the playoffs. And now the Florida Panthers are three and out three. They're about to go to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Can you believe it? Sure. Not not the market that you might want to root for if you're a hockey fan, but I Why? I, I find the, the team in itself respectable. Like, they were a winning team last year. I like Kachuk and, you know, got to give it up for Reinhardt and Bennett, you know, some of these. I'm, I'm not a hater on the players, uh, you know. I, no. I would prefer them to, over no, Vegas. No, I prefer them over Carolina. Let's see what happens. A sweep, it would be insane in the, in the conference finals of the eighth-place team. That's hockey well, talk. They, they got some goalie playing out of their minds, out of his mind. So it, it seems like it's it's headed there. It's great. It's great. I haven't watched, but the last couple of games I worked were the Florida series before I came back here, and um, and Tropani football are the champions of Serie D League Italy, and I'm here working with that team now. So go team, go. That's it. That's all. That's all, folks. Um, if you're looking for graphic design needs, go to MikeTucci.com. He's still doing graphic design. He has a sick baby today, so if you need graphic design today, you probably won't get it. Uh, but send him an email over at mstucci at gmail.com. If you're looking free to, for, for, to get on the guest list at one of the new Tim Heidecker shows coming up next summer, or this summer, just email officehourslive at gmail.com and pretend like you were on the show and you talked on one of the Zooms and maybe you'll get a, maybe you'll get a, a ticket. I don't know. It's worth a try. And if you're looking for artwork, want to check out Joe's stuff, go to josephallenart.com or josephallenart on Instagram. And uh, I'm releasing my new distribution service in a couple days. It's called We Beam It, WeBeam.it. And that's going to have a bunch of my projects coming out. This is kind of a spoiler alert. I'm about to just drop that cold in a couple days. I'm not really promoting it. I'm just going to drop it cold. But 
yeah, my documentary series and all my films and all my work is going to be up in one place uh, very soon. I worked on it with a guy who worked for the original HBO Go app. Uh, and uh, yeah, starting a distribution, a film distribution service. So if you're making films or making little projects or web series or anything, you, you don't want to give them away for absolutely nothing. Um, hit me up. Uh, you can find me on uh, the internet, on Instagram. Michael Carlo Allen is my name on Instagram. Hit me with a message. You know, all you guys out there making creative work, I want to uh, support independent artists and filmmakers. So I'm creating a little service curated by me and my team to allow independent filmmakers to kind of uh, distribute their work for their prices at their own times and, and just have control over the situation because we're tired of making things and putting them up on YouTube for nothing. We're tired of it, everybody. So you'll hear more about that soon. Other than that, we'll see you next time on We Like Having Fun. Have a great week, everybody. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.